Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Forever. Dog. When first choice is a big old bus. You turn around and boom, you end up with us. Are you ready for some sloppy seconds? You want some something sloppy on your <laughs> sloppy ass knob, you sloppy little fox? This is it, you sloppy ass how? What a great was I that think, good? Yeah. I didn't know what you meant by like you sloppy as many times as you can, but like it probably could have been like we got another sloppy helping of another sloppy podcast. No, I would just say, are you ready for some sloppy seconds? No, oh. are you ready for some sloppy seconds? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Big Dipper. And I'm Meatball. And this is our podcast. This is our new podcast, Divas. How amazing. I'm so excited. I like this morning when I was like, oh, we're going to start recording again. Yeah. I popped out of bed. I put on two wrong shoes, went to the chiropractor. <laughs> Wait, I need to up here. talk about that. <clears throat> I, well, I went to a concert last evening. Yeah, who'd you see? I went and saw Orville Peck, who is this incredible country singer who's gay. So Diva, she wears like a mask. She's like giving like Kaylee Forty Seven moments. Yeah, but it's like all these really cool fringy masks and like. Uh, I went with Pinch and we went in full drag. He like gave us free tickets to go. He loved Dragula, so that was great. He wants that influencer he, account, honey. He yeah, saw you on so. the Instagram. <laughs> and um, we ran into Trixie and her boyfriend was there. Or I don't know if she tells people that she has a boyfriend. She always talks about okay. some boyfriend. Um, so they were there and it was just a really fun night. And then afterwards, like we took them all out on the scooters outside. Stop. Yeah, I took him and his whole band out on the scooter and they were like, what are you guys doing tonight? Let's go to precinct. And I was like, it's Tuesday. Go home. Go. Girl, so where Orville? Orville where, Peck. Where are they from? Here? Or they're out on the road? They're out on the road. They travel. They he's in the middle of a sold out tour, basically. That's so amazing when like people find their like little pocket. Yeah. Yeah. So good musicianship. Very like very good music. Did you Everybody, see him without the mask? Yes, he came out without the mask and hung out. Also, he did a cover of fancy that I never thought I would like live. Rebus for. or Iggy's? <laughs> You know it was Reva Diva. Can you imagine at a at a full-on country show and he goes, I'm so fancy. <laughs> but he was like, I'm so fancy. <laughs> so I'm just like gagged by that. Like people who wear a mask, like he wears a mask publicly, but then like will just gladly come hang out without the mask on. I don't think he would have done it if. Uh, everyone was still there. If you weren't wearing your mask. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was wearing a mask. I was in full drag. We are the only two drag queens. And one of the songs is called Queen of the Rodeo. And he was like, this is dedicated to all my favorite drag queens. And me and Pinche were like, uh-huh. And then he was like, her name is blah, blah, blah. And she's from Orlando, Florida. And we were like, ah! <laughs> not you. Like, Wait a not, me, bitch. Not, not the gals in full drag who got free tickets to come to the show. Uh, um, well, that's incredible. Okay, so then you went to the concert, and then you woke up early, and you said, I'm going to pump a look. 
I said, I'm just going to throw on like a little like sweatpant moam. I'm going to run to the chiropractor and get my back crackety crack, crack, cracked. Crickety crack. And I went and I didn't even, no one said anything until I was like walking here and I looked down at my feet and one shoe is a leopard print van <laughs> and the other one, they are the same shoe, but they're just different colors. One's just a yellow van. Oh, so the feel. It feels it the same. Feels Ooh. Feeling the fantasy. I love feeling this fantasy. The flat footed fantasy. Those look like flat They are shoes. flat as fuck. They are not good for my back. I'm just checking it. You said no one said anything, but did anyone actually say anything or did you just notice in your brain? I just noticed in my brain. <laughs> Can you imagine someone on the street down here is like, your shoes Someone are on different. the street down here ain't going to say shit, diva. <laughs> I saw so many. Yesterday, I was getting um, donuts. Uh, and as Where? I was walking by California Donuts in Koreatown, no. I just stopped to get one or two. Okay. I know your brand's loyal. To a company that literally was like, we'll sponsor you if you show up in full face around DragCon times. And oh I was like, God. deal, deal. Deal? Yeah. Oh, you're going to Well, you? I still get free donuts from Donut Friend all the time in downtown. So please go there because I love it. And it's 100% vegan. There's one by my house in Highland yes, Park. the original one is off See, now York. we're going to say, you live downtown. Oh, yeah. I live in Highland Park. And now we're going to just... Now Let's every- call the whole thing off. <laughs> we'll give everyone's address out. Yeah. I tried to expose you numerous times on the internet about your address. I know. But see, I live... There's like a gate, so I feel slightly protected. I have a doorman, so I feel a little protected. Okay, you are so bougie. No, I'm not. Privileged. But, the, but my, my building valet might say differently. <laughs> Can you literally like use... like? Can you be like, oh, can you bring... Someone's dropping this off. Can you bring it up to my apartment? No. Oh, okay. But they will hold it at the front for you. Oh, like a YMCA. Yeah, I think they're more just like make sure the wrong people don't get in because I am very close to that red line station. So you really did move how many times since we last were recording? Three times? Twice. I I just don't know. It's so hectic to move. It is wildly hectic to move. I think the first time I moved, I just moved in the same building into a smaller unit. You think? Well, no, that's what happened. (laughs) I moved into a smaller unit. And then this time I moved to just from away from... Something terrible, which Your was friends. Skid Row, <laughs> and into an apartment that's like a little bit nicer. Yeah, it's cute. You just like really love a loft. I'm just very. I like a big open space because it's like I do like to spread out. And so if there's walls, that just means there's rooms that can get messier. <laughs> and if it's all one big room, I have to look at the problem all the time. Just looking so. <laughs> The mentality is to avoid you getting messy. Yeah. (laughs) Is that like, it's large, it's open, there's space, I can sew, I can like throw things around. Oh my God. That's incredible. But you haven't moved. What's been going on with you? With me. So you are now a producer on a hit podcast here on the Forever Dog Network called Race Race Chaser Chaser. with Alaska and Willem. And if you go listen to it, he talks a lot and he's not mic'd. And he's still not getting the hint to stop talking. Listen, no, I have to steer the ship over there. You do, because I did one episode. <laughs> I was like, these bitches will just go with left, right, up, down. It's actually been really fun, but it's like a crazy. Well, it's huge now. Like it blew up so quickly, and it's they're doing the live shows, they're traveling, they're doing the current season and the old season. Well, the gag of the whole thing is like when it for, when they first pitched it to me, they were like, "We have this idea, and we want you to help us with it." And I was like, "Great!" And the idea we would do all the old episodes in order. Yeah. So it felt really controlled because they're both so busy and they travel all the time. So it felt really controlled where it was like, oh, we'll just sit and like like backlog a ton of episodes and then we can like put them out as we go. But then the moment All Stars 4 came on television, we were like, 
we have to now keep up with live TV. Yeah. And so now looking forward to the future, it's like every year there's going to be like a four month period of time, whether it's fucking drag race UK or all stars or whatever, when we have to like match the live TV schedule. Maybe I should audition for Drag Race UK. Wouldn't that be a gag? The gagarini. Wait, don't you have dual citizenship? No, I don't have dual citizenship, but my dad is an expat. So I technically could go over there and like work without a visa. What if you went over there and like lived for four or five months? Pulled to Brooklyn. Pulled to Brooklyn. I live in Nashville. Because she said, she was like, well, then I won Miss Continental, which allowed me to come to the States. And I'm like, Miss Continental, yeah, gave I you was a like, visa? no, that visa for three hundred dollars <laughs> would allow you to come to the states. Yeah, exactly, but uh, anyhow, uh, yeah, it's been like Race Chaser is like a full time fucking, fucking monster, but it's great. I love doing it, and our running joke over there. Part of the reason why I'm so glad we're recording episodes again is um, I think I'll stop talking as much over there because <laughs> we're sitting in the room, and I'm like, no. I- I can host the podcast too. I got this shit. And every time someone is like unavailable, I say like, oh, well, I could sit in. And Willem's always like, no, it should be a drag queen. (laughs) And then I sat in and they were like, no, it should be a race girl. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She needs to be from the race. Which is true because I don't know the inner workings of that nonsense. Of course. Of course not. You don't know much. This just feels right. You know what I mean? You and me? Yeah. We're back. back Well, so how amazing. So uh, Forever Dog, how cool. What a great podcast that we're. I'm excited. We're amongst greats. There are a lot of greats. I'm looking at the pictures on the wall. I just want to interview. Interview literally everyone else who has shows on this Me network. Me too. Lost Culturistas is such a great podcast. I love those fags. Yeah. So we're like Matt um, Rogers looks like a superhero. We're so, this. We should. We should. Our our show should be AKA Fat Culturistas. <laughs> <laughs> Changing the name. <laughs> no. So um, would you like? I you know me. I love to explain a joke. Yeah. Sloppy seconds. Dive deep into the explanation why that that the, uh, the title works. Because this. Uh, Because I always feel like I'm second choice. (laughs) And sexually, I only go for sloppy seconds. I only go for the sloppy second. And round two. Round two of the podcast. We like a meta, deep, uh, layered But what I want you to know is that the only thing sloppy about this podcast is going to be us and not the podcast itself. Correct. Like now you, we know. matching two, uh, mismatching two shoes. I literally can't believe this is who I am. Um, I left the house, got into my car, and like was immediately sweating this morning. And I was like, I truly haven't done anything. Like, I literally were, just like, were you like hot at all, or was it just like anxiety? I think my problem is who was I? Who was talking to me? Who was saying that? Fatty sweat a lot, though. That's tea. It's true. Oh, this dude that I fucked when I was out on the road. Oh, God. We're already into it. No, we were having this conversation where he was like, um, oh, I need this much time or whatever because I just got out of the shower. And I was like, you need 30 minutes to leave your house after you get out of the shower? Well, I will say when you take a hot shower, your pores are all open and all that shit. And I found that like if I try to get dressed really quick after a shower, I'm dressed. I just sweat. Well, so he said he goes, I sit in front of a fan for like 10 minutes after a shower. So now you're just going to have fans come on up to your hotel room <laughs> no. so you can take a shower and sit and naked in front of them. In front of them and we just lock eye contact. <laughs> no, but I was like, oh, that's interesting. Why do you do that? And he was like, well, my dad always did it. And I was like, oh, like interesting, like passed down behavior of, oh, I just need to cool down in front of a fan. I just uh, blow dry my balls. Really? Have you been? Well, I found that because Who I am a so- blow dryer. 
You don't have a blow dryer? What would I blow dry on my body? Your body. <laughs> you, If you're like super hairy and you're wet, like a towel isn't going to get it all off. So I just like blow dry the last part of it so that my hair is dry. I feel like I need better ventilation in our bathroom because like after Does your like, bathroom have a window? No, but it has like I a, hate that. It has a fan, but the fan is also connected to the light and like so when, when you, you turn the light on it's like Meh. Yeah, but when you when I shower and then I leave for the day, I'm not going to leave the fan yeah. on when I'm not home. So like after like 4 days, my towel's like girl, you got to wash it. I feel like that's how often I wash a towel. I own a lot of towels. People, that's good. People say that I have too many towels, but I think it's because like when I'm in drag, <clears throat> you ruin them immediately. Yeah, I've like I now have black sheets. My boyfriend hates if I come over and I'm like, oh, we're gonna talk about your boyfriend. I have a bo- oh, I do have a boyfriend now. I was gonna ask. I put this on the note. Wait, so say what? Your boyfriend hates your black sheets. No, he hates that when Sounds I stay like at his house. He has a white. <laughs> 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 he has white sheets, and like there's. You can get a lot of makeup off. No, but, but you there's must always ruin like them it's always in your, in your ears, ears, it's behind it, it's like on your neck, in my neck fat. Like it's there's always a little bit of brown, so the sheets are always just like oh my, my side of the bed is gross. You should gift him some like brown sheets. He really white, likes white sheets. Like he really does not want any other color sheet but a white sheet. It's okay, girl. become like a thing. Okay, girl. <laughs> Wait, so I was gonna I was gonna ask about this. You uh uh recently played at Oaklash in San Francisco, oh which God, is like a drag so festival, fun. right? Um, I want to hear about that, but also you and your boyfriend dressed in matching looks. They're called matchies. We um <laughs> what? Who we them uh, the best friends club. Maybe you've heard of them. I it's a group it. of girls with orange hair that oh, live in Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix, severely maimed. Severely maimed. You've met them, Cheyenne, Lauren, yes, and I did there's all one meet that lives in, in Phoenix, New York, who I think now has green hair, and her name is Renee. And they're called the what again? Best friends club. Shout out to the best friends. Shout club. out to them. They are so fun. So they let us come stay with them. But one of the things that they do is that they they have matching outfits for when they go to events. So right. like, if you see them at DragCon, they're matching outfits if you see them working the peaches christ shows they normally do the merch there oh cute they're in matching outfits so we went and we were like well we Matchies. should get matching outfits for that and then i just ran into like a we went vintage shopping and i found a cool dress but it doesn't fit me but it came with a matching shirt that michael wanted really bad so he was like if you buy that shirt or if you buy me this you can figure out how to make the dress fit you and i was like that seems like a lot of work for me <laughs> and a free shirt for you you dick but okay and then um i made it and i was like let's just wear it to oaklash for my like walk around outfit it'll be fun yeah and we looked cute as fuck yeah you did and you scooted there i did scoot we need to have a conversation about scooters Listen, here's tea, Ma. I think Lime <laughs> won't sponsor me because after looking at their website and going through their stuff. They're they, Christian. I don't think they're Christian, but they are very into the idea that Limes are changing the world. They're like, littering. Like, ethically, <laughs> I think that they think that, like, we aren't using gas. Here it is. And, like, I watched one of the videos of the people they sponsor, and it's this artist who's French, and she, like, has 2,000 followers. I'm not bitter. And she... um <laughs> She was just like, I just take it to work and it's a fast, easy way and it's great for the environment. And da, 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 da. And then yesterday, I fucking wake up to Trixie Mattel getting a free fucking bird. I saw that on the internet, girl. Trixie doesn't even give a shit about She doesn't care. She goes, it's really fun. I got to get a helmet. It's dangerous. They also gave me a bird with my new makeup company's logo. Shout out to Trixie Cosmetics. And 
She said, I get free lifetimes on Bird, lifetime rides. So if I'm ever anywhere. And I literally looked at her and I was like, do you understand the work that I've put in with Lime? You have. And you're brand loyal, but they're not loyal back. They aren't loyal it's back. It's kind of like me with LaCroix. I like basically stopped drinking sparkling water because I felt so jilted. Jilted, jaded, twisted, bop it. <laughs> bop it. Twist it. Shot it. Shot it. it. I don't know. Can you imagine the new Bop It has like a scan barcode? <laughs> it's like shop it. And it's like, go purchase something. Yeah, exactly. Go buy the new one. Oh, Jesus Christ. What are we talking about today? I'm just, it's just you and me. We get to shoot the shit. We, it, it, I just think, oh, if also, you, this if is you're, for everybody. I'm going to yell over you this whole time. Yell, okay. <laughs> this, this episode right here, this first episode is for everybody who missed us. Yes, and everybody who sent us nice slash very aggressive messaging saying, <laughs> where the fuck is the, the podcast? Where's the new season? Well, what here are we are. Here we are. Also, Guess some what? updates. We aren't going to do seasons on this We're one. just going to be in your this ears is be every week. Every week. For you childrens. Yeah. The chitlins. The chitlins. I want to keep talking about scooters. So I rode the bird scooter in and a lime scooter. Don't like the bird. You don't like it because they're too like flimsy. I think their handlebars are lower. Okay. And I think the, if I'm thinking correctly, I think their brake is also a trigger, not like It is. Yeah. It's not a squeeze brake like like a bike. I like the squeeze brake because I like to be able to like. Uh, mm-hmm. Pull stunts and shows and do some twists and turns. Oh, she's a stunt gal. I am a stunt gal. Um, it's things that I, it's it's funny because it's like I transferred from the scooter and now I have a motorcycle. But that, it's like I like, that is what made it easier to like because I had to like learn to like lean because on those scooters you can get a good lean, but the trick is you got to be accelerating as you're leaning. You have to be coordinated to ride a scooter like that. I know, and I've seen a lot of people fall, Diva. Well, they just, and like the roads are bumpy. Like it's really intense. And they tell you on those things, like you should be on the, uh, on the street. Yes. I, I do the street sometimes, but someone did get hit in WeHo and die. So. Yeah. You should wear no a one's helmet. Literally, yes. You are supposed to wear a helmet. I thought that maybe they didn't like that. I wasn't wearing a helmet. I also thought maybe they didn't like that. I was like taking their fucking scooters off huge ass jumps. And also taking them inside bars and like doing stunt shows shenanigans with them rather than using them the way they're meant to be yeah. used. And one of my good gal pals snatched snatched my idea because I even told him in Louisville, in Nashville, I was like, I'm going to get on a Lime scooter and I'm going to do And I Am Telling You around the room in a Lime scooter. Peach stole and it. And then Peach literally stole it. I don't know if she had heard it, forgot that I said it or what happened, but I was like, I watched her on a scooter in a bar and I went, oh, I mean, as long as she's not doing And I Am Telling You. And she was doing And I Am Telling You. You turned the sound on and you were like, well, gal. Well, we uh, she took my ideas. Anymore. Um, that is so interesting. But I, what you were saying about Trixie getting a scooter, does she? What do you do if you own one? Because the whole you park point, it inside. you just like take it. It's in like with you got to go in and out of places, and they don't fold up, so it's just huge. Like I don't want you one. Want, I want yeah. like unlimited rides. But see, the thing is, it's because you live downtown that it's easy. Like it makes. Literally everything so much faster. After down I here. parked, I was walking around. I saw eight people on all the different types of scooter. Th- that's They're- also the problem because when I was in San Francisco, we asked why there aren't scooters, and he said because when it first came out, they did what they did to LA, where every company. So right now, there's Jump, Bird, uh, whichever one is Uber. I think that might actually be. Jump. There's four different styles Lyft. of them downtown. Lyft yeah. has the new ones. There's four different types, and each one has three thousand scooters 
in LA. And then what about the ones you can sit on? Those are the jumps as well. But those aren't really like as electric as the one. It's electric. The scoots in San Francisco, which are basically just motorcycles. That was psychotic. That you get, you in order to ride, you just have to watch a 20 minute video. Do you understand the idiots that are out there on that? Do you need a driver's license? Yeah, you have to have a driver's license, but you only needed to watch a 20-minute video, which is insane. Because I was like, I'm out here going 30 miles an hour on these streets. Well, when I wrote it in Boise, I, like, used all the street hand signals that you're supposed to use. Oh, my God, you're so stupid. Well, because I made a left turn in the street. So I moved over to the turn lane, and I stuck my hand out, and I did the whole thing. And I'm like, you just got to cut across traffic. The thing is, The thing is on a scooter is that you got to have the confidence, Diva, because what you're doing (laughs) out there is that you are a half pedestrian, and you are a half-moving vehicle. So you got to pick. Sometimes you decide, oh, okay, I'm going to use the walk sign and go on the sidewalk. And sometimes you're like, I'm in the street, and I'm going to block traffic. That is crazy. I'm going to die. I know. Wear a helmet. You should get one of the, I think they make the like fashionable fold out helmets. They're like collapsible and carried in your little purse. You're talking about those helmets that those kids had to wear when we were in junior high? Uh huh. The little padded ones. But they do pad your cranium. Ooh. Ooh. You don't know science words? Cranium. So you're going to the UK, huh? I am going to the UK. I'm going to be doing a big tour with all of my favorite dolls. I'll be there with Vanessa Vanji, Brooklyn Heights, Nina West. I'm actually very excited to meet Nina West because um, I love her and I think she's very funny. And then also there's some other people on that tour. <laughs> Moni Cart will be there. The know, ooh-ah-ah sensation. The sensation herself. And she's going to ooh-ah-ah punch me in the fucking face. And, and then Morgan <laughs> McMichaels, who might actually punch me in the fucking face. <laughs> why? 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 What have you done to these individuals? Um. Well... <laughs> Well, this should, this should, I, th- uh, if you go on my Instagram stories, no, I think it all started with uh, Monique Hart because just like the, the Brown Cow Sunning song, actually, I did like that. So- it got stuck in my head. You it, just said me- the title, and I'm immediately like, Brown, Brown Cow Sunning is the, the ooh, I sensation. Brown Cow, like, I love that song. Yeah. And so it was like stuck in my head, and then I was on this long road trip. Anyway, Long story short. No. What about the road trip? Well, because anytime something bad happened, I would post a picture of Monique Hart and I'd be like, this hotel manager is going to get fired. Right. Right. And then like, so it's still up. And I hope that she understands that that's a joke. Now, the Morgan thing. Do you even think she knows who the fuck you are? No, but I think Morgan knows. Yeah. Morgan knows. Also, Morgan punched a person in the face so hard that she broke her own hand. Well, that guy was a Nazi. Like how Nazi? I think he like said white power to her face and was saying Nazi shit. And then she punched him that's and the said, same get as out me of the saying, I need your white money. No, no, that's a joke. Oh. Can we talk about that? I mean, I'm just going to keep interviewing you because you refuse to ask me a question, which is fine. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart protein plus and keto also there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long when my fridge is stocked with factor meals i'm like oh baby i don't have to think about this Mm -hmm. like It is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, 
the mushroom is filling. Like there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. And I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this so is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Let's what have talk you been about up to? <laughs> we talked about what you were up to. You haven't released new music. You are putting on an amazing... This podcast won't be out, but you are putting on the amazing pop-up shop right. for the queer... Um, Whatever it's called. <laughs> I booked you for it. You I'm going to be there. Yeah, the you booked me for it, and you wouldn't put me in the drag show either. <laughs> you know I wouldn't have done it. Exactly. <laughs> That's why. No, that'll have already happened. Yeah, I'm keeping um, busy. You've, you've not released new music. The, well, I put out a full fucking album. What what I do want to talk about is my music video for Lookin'. So basically... Like a year ago, that video came out. Yeah. Car Wash, all the fat dudes. Can we discuss <laughs> people stealing your work? Yes, that's and what I wanted to bring up. I'm sick and tired of seeing okay, that. Okay, so let's have this conversation because okay. this has happened to you as well. Yes. So basically, I put that music video out. We, I, you know, I'm still paying off the credit card from like everything I spent on that video. I love that video. I'm really proud of it. It's an amazing video. It's very high quality. Yes. And it has so many people in it. I think it's cut really well, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You put that out as editor through hell. Yes. To I get did. the edit that you want. But we still work together. He edited LaCroix Boy. That's what I like is when you and somebody like go head to head on something and it's like, we may not agree, but then it like turns out great and then you work again. Because you respect each yeah, other. Yeah, because you're like, I respect your process and that was a fun thing and I'm glad it came it's out It's like, great. I lose sleep over the way you fucking talk to me, but I still want to work with you. <laughs> <laughs> Kill yourself. So, um, so we put the video out in June uh, of last year. So it, it's like a year old and the video has like 300,000 views on YouTube, which is like lovely. Those are really great mm -hmm. numbers. But on your YouTube, on my yes. YouTube channel and, and, you always want something to really hit. And in my brain, people sometimes say like, oh, I've probably said this before, but people sometimes say like, oh, you have viral videos. And I go, sure, but I don't consider anything viral unless it's over a million. Yeah. At this point, it's like I think that a Taylor Swift video is like clocking in in the billions. It's like if you can't break a Taylor million, Swift. you know. 
girl, that Bad Blood video, the oh, ju- those God. Justin Bieber videos, like they're in the billions, which is insane. So anyhow. Who just released some video that like blew up and like hit the top records in like a day? Anyway, keep going. It was like a billion views <laughs> Great in a day. facts, you. I know that James Charles just is, <laughs> has the most losing. downloaded video in the Jesus. whole time. Um, so... So then someone started tagging me in all these posts on Facebook and I go and I look and it's my music video that Mm. someone else is posting. And Mm. I'm like, oh, shit, they've shared it from when I posted it on Facebook because I uploaded it also directly to Facebook because you got to put stuff on every platform. And I look at the view number and it said like one point. They uploaded it from their profile. They didn't share your video. This is what happened. I see the post and I go, oh, shit, it's my video. And I look, it's this one point four million views. I'm like holy shit and then i look closer and i'm like this is missing the beginning it's missing the end it's only two minutes long and i played it full screen and it was the grimiest shittiest quality and i'm like this isn't my video they somehow like ripped it and then put it on their own facebook you can rip things off youtube all the time and so it's a dj who's like a bear dj in um brazil and he all he wrote underneath it was i love this in portuguese and put the video up. So there's no tag to me. There's no credit. And in the comments, people have posted the real video and tagged me and like, and done all that. I'm glad that people were doing that, but still like, but, don't steal people's work. But 1.4 or now it's even, it's I even think it's higher. like two and a half at this point. But it's like, all it's a crazy. His- it's all on his. And like, I don't even know. Cause you know, the only way you make money is like a, like in music is like streaming. Yeah. So I don't even know. Like I asked my music people, the distribution company I work with, I was like, can we contact Facebook and be like, this is two and a half minutes of my intellectual property and my song. I don't want to take it down because at this point, like that would That's lose momentum. Would do. But can you monetize that and send me the money? Cause we own the copyright. You know, if you like yeah. put up a video of a drag queen lip syncing, either the company can block it yeah. or just, put their ads on it yeah. and make the money. I'm like, can we just make money off his views? So we're trying to see, but it's so like, it just feels to me as an artist, if I were to ever post someone else's thing to celebrate it, I would repost the original tag them down. Yeah. It's, you got to repost the original. The fact that he went through the effort of like editing out parts of it so that your name wasn't going to be in it. And I'm shit like, where like did that. He... it's like, what a fucking dick move. You're a DJ. You know how to respect people's music, right? That's the other thing. He like works in nightlife. He's a bear Aren't DJ. Is this a call out podcast now? Oh my God. What if all we do is every week call him out? I don't even know that dude's name. I almost just screamed it again. <laughs> Um, but so, so this was less someone stealing and claiming it as their own and more just me getting, uh, I mean, unintentionally what he did was like, he wasn't saying that this is my word. I'm saying people intentionally steal your ideas constantly. You want to talk about that? I mean, I feel like we've talked about this before. I've talked about it numerous times. I'm tired of having to say it, but like if I make a mix and use specific like spoken word sections and put it together, here's what I'm saying. Everyone has done the get out. It's not Christian woman, but not everyone does it the same way. Right. So if you want to use that voice, like I haven't done that mix, but if you want to use that. Go ahead and use that and make your own mix and pick your own songs and do that. What I don't want to see is someone lifting the exact mix that someone else worked hard to make and do 
and perform it as if it's their own. And the issue I have with it is that when I'm traveling and going from city to city, because I know you local girls aren't moving, and that's fine. <laughs> Steal my gigs and do them in your local city. And then I show up, and then I do the same number, and they go, oh, yeah, what's her name? Betty Boohoo or whatever her fucking <laughs> shit is was over there, and she did that same fucking mix. <laughs> and I'm Betty like, excuse me, that's my mix, Betty Boohoo. Quick, jock in my style. Like, that's the problem is that I show up and then I look unprofessional or like I stole a mix or everyone's already seen it. It's not a surprise to them. It's not fun. My job is to like do that. And unfortunately, I don't have the time to sit around in one city all the time and make a bunch of mixes. Y'all do. Make your own fucking mixes. It's just a gag that like in the world of the Internet. Where they're just receipts where people just, like, everywhere. Fucking text it to me all the time. I see when y'all do it. I just don't call all y'all out. Well, now here on our call out podcast, you should just bring all their names in. All right. What's the fat one who did my Kool Aid one? <laughs> you? Meatball. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, it was like Meatball with a beard and bad makeup. Wow. I love that you're actually looking it up to call them out. That's fine. Oh, we should have them call in. Yeah. Wait, oh, you- you've ever stolen one of my mixes? Call in and tell me why you thought that was a good idea. Yeah. And then tell me why you didn't perform it well. If you're at least going to steal it, like, know the fucking words. Let's talk to them straight. I think there's a podcast that exists that guy Dylan hosts where they, like, people who you've bullied, they, like, contact the bully. And they're like, let's talk through our Oh, issues. my God. My whole childhood. You were bullying people. No, I was bullied. Oh, that's why you're a bully now. Yeah, because, like, <laughs> uh, I'm tired because I was in Texas and a bunch of white people treated me like shit my whole childhood. So now I take it back out on them by taking their money and slapping them across the face. Okay, let's just talk about white money. Listen, white money I is my it is favorite type of money. so funny. I think it's fucking hysterical, and I love that people are mad about it. Yeah. So um, what All happened? it is is that I posted a thing after a long night out in San Francisco. Um... <laughs> Which was, every time you're in San Francisco, it's a long it's night. It's a long night, Diva, because the boys at Bo, Josh and uh, uh, Curtis, and then the lovely Adriana Roy, they Ooh. know how to take care of me. And by take care of me, I mean they pump me full of tequila. She's like the mayor of the cast, right? I honestly or just do. that one side of it. Just that one block everyone <laughs> that knows. One block, the gas station in Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I think that she's more well-known than that because every time I'm there, she's always got a group of boys around her, taking her around, wait, buying her things. Wait, you got some wigs in San Francisco and oh my you God. were told. I was told that I could not get a certain wig in a certain style because it's Adriana's style and color. But what they did was painted I got, a root they on. painted a dark, dark root on it so that it wouldn't be the same as the hers. The fact that she has a monopoly from <laughs> This color. wig maker of a hair color is incredible because to it's even also a lovely color on me. Well, to also even think in your own brain, I don't think it was her. The hair maker said that she wouldn't do it. I know, but to even just to like ask for it or to like be like she's such a loyal client that I wouldn't even think to give this color to someone else. Well, that's how that hair person is because she doesn't give certain she doesn't do certain styles for other people that I do. Well, there you go. I guess you're in the same boat. You and Adriana. Me and Adriana Roy. Um, I love that. Okay, so you were doing a gig in San Francisco. I was tired. I was walking home. I had to deal with a lot of white people to get out of the club. <laughs> um, and I just posted on my uh, my Facebook. I was like, I am just so tired of white people. Which it threw this huge fight up with this one girl who was saying that like, I um, only accept white money, but I'll complain about white people, but I'll only work for white people. And that I'm riding white people's coattails uh, and that 
if I have a problem with white people, I shouldn't be talking about it. And like all this crazy stuff. And it like was just so wild how wrong and racist the stuff she was saying was. It's also it's and also, even my white mother was like, that girl needs to shut up. It's also this like really wild time where like if you look at commentary and comedy and like any like just over the past 40 years. Right. Yeah. Everyone loves to identify race in like making a joke yeah. or talking about people, right? Like in the nineties, like it was still cool to just like blatantly make like Asian jokes or like Indian jokes, like look at Apu, like oh all of these God. things. Right. But like certain, there, certain things were inappropriate. It was like, there was a period of time when like white people could make black jokes and then it just got to a point where it was like, no, we can't no, do that anymore, that but anymore. we can do Asian jokes. Yeah. Right. So now we're just basically at a point where like, you it's, can't make fun of any race except for white people. Which is fine. Which is they've fine. they've never had it done. Exactly. Like, that's the thing. And I think thing. this is the first time that they're like, why are they coming for us? We are the power. And it's the the absolute example of white privilege. It's the mm-hmm. absolute example. And, like, I know, like, I'm sort of sick of white people talking about white people. Like, that whole yeah. idea is, like, really annoying. Like, when it's, like, four white people on a podcast or in a room and being like, it was an old white guy. And you're like, you're all no, white you're people. you're all white. You're that guy. So, and I get it. And I get it that I'm literally doing yeah. it right now. But I also. But you understand it because you work with me all the time and you've seen it. Well, and it's not even that. It's just yeah. that I understand the world. Yeah. And it's like. Even if you just look at what do people like to talk about in comedy, what do people like to do? It's like everyone loves to give a qualifier. Mm -hmm. And right now the most popular and most appropriate qualifier is putting white white people. And it's not even that serious. Are we doing call-outs? There were some comments made about me. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Our show Sloppy Seconds is now a call-out show. (laughs) Uh, Well, there's no guest here to ask questions, so I'm just going to start dragging the people that I'm mad at right now. there were comments that were made about me being like, well, how can he talk about uh, all this white people stuff when he grew up with white parents with white privilege? And to that, I have to say, I grew up in Texas. I was the one black kid in a school of like 5,000 people. I did not have white privilege. White privilege would be being white in that situation. I was literally bullied from the time I was like in elementary school just because the color of my skin was different. And and for anybody to tell me that I can't make jokes. And not the swish in your hips? (laughs) Well, it was that too. But for anybody to tell me that I can't make fun of white people just because of the color of my, uh, because I am half white and my parents are white, you're absolutely wild because I do not look white. Right. At all. I mean, I don't look full black either, but I am half black and half white. And for you to say anything else would be a misstep. Well, diva, diva, diva. On the, diva, diva, diva. And on that, let's take, let's a, take break. a break. Okay, we're back. We're back, 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 back again, Diva. Um, and we uh, we have some segments that we want to oh, do. Oh yeah. So um, this this first segment is called food, food break. <laughs> Let's try that again. Sensual. I thought it was meal time. Okay. No food break. This first segment is called food, food break. break. Mm, um, what'd you get me? So I brought. Uh, I didn't just get for you and me. I also brought Brett some. Oh, breakfast taco. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have a, a new producer. <laughs> Miss you, Josh. Stop. 
These are um, tiny. Yeah, they're just little breakfast tacos. What is Trinity? Here you go. Trinity, Trinity the Tuck. Well, they're cold because we've been talking for 45 minutes. All right, drag me. Um, But they're uh, breakfast tacos, and I have chips and guacamole as well. Ooh. These are very small. <laughs> Did you? It's not I just enough? haven't had breakfast. Well, so here, here's your breakfast. Mm. I know they're a little cold, but they do taste good, right? They're great. Yeah. I love um, breakfast food. Honestly, mm-hmm. truly. I could eat breakfast food all day, every day. All day long. I think it's just specifically like the soft, fluffy texture of an egg. Come on. Come on, soft, fluffy. And then the crunch of a uh, of a good old bacon. Well, the thing that I like about these is like the crunchy potatoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I've discovered how to make uh, shiitake mushrooms taste just like bacon. What? I know. Oh, right, because you're in a vegan relationship. I'm in a vegan relationship. <laughs> right? Aren't you? Yeah, my boyfriend's vegan. Here, and there's salsa. Where's your boyfriend? There's salsa there. I have no boyfriend. You had a man for a minute. What happened? Um, I did have a man for a minute. And it was go. It seemed like it was going well. You were very happy. What um, happened? You just can't do love? You're unlovable? I think I can't do love. I think I wasn't in a place for it, and I think... Things were like my my pers- oh. my perspective on it was why like I didn't I didn't understand what it was. It wasn't really something I was actively looking for. So like as it developed, I was like, oh wait, this doesn't land in my brain. Like it just didn't it just didn't line up, and I think I I like freaked out and mm-hmm. pushed it all away. Um, you know, I would I, I would try for that again. I would try to figure it out again. But I also think I'm, like, not ready right now. Like, I have too much going on to, like, truly think about that. That's what you were saying when you first got into it. You're like, a relationship is so much time. Well, it was. And I also think I was giving it a lot of time. And I don't think you... But that's what you have to do. But I don't know that you necessarily have to have to do that. But maybe it, maybe it evolves into that. Like, it takes a little bit of time to be, like... Like, I remember there was, like, a week when I was, like, did I just spend 40 hours with you this week? Which was great. We were, like, really smitten and it was cool. But I was, like, this is not good behavior because I'm going to, like, fall behind on my life. Mm-hmm. And I have, like, shit I have to get to. So it was, like, really awesome. But also it it kind of fell apart. But it, I'm sorry, I'm still chewing. That's fine. That's I delicious. Mean, this is I mean, the whole point of our segment is to eat. It was just interesting seeing you in that um, – Type of way because I mean all I know you as is like the person that like travels and you know hooks up with the people that he's staying with or doesn't. <laughs> I don't know about your lifestyle, but you just travel and tell me fun stories about how you just suck dicks everywhere. So for you to like kind of be committed in a way, like you were calling him around me and like talking to him, and you brought I him brought to the bar with you. you, and I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah, it did feel pretty wild. It was crazy, and I liked it. I liked it a lot. It felt great, but it was also like too much. Yeah. So I think maybe, you know, listen, my album, which you can still get on iTunes, is called Late Bloomer. And let's be real. I have always been a late bloomer. Mm -hmm. So I feel like people who like know how to be in mature relationships in their 30s, like that'll click in for me, like in my late 30s. I'll be like, (laughs) I'll be like, oh, this is how you like mix life and a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And like you can be respectful of them, but also like keep your own identity. Like, I think I was feeling lost in it, and then I was like, "I gotta run, I gotta get out!" And it was, you know, the way I, the, honestly, the way I behaved was like not great. Mm. The way I, I like ended it or yeah. moved away. Oh. Yeah, it was. 
It was rough. Sometimes, and I'm not trying to put anybody else's business in these streets, yeah. but like sometimes it's just hard. It was sometimes about me. You just got to cut it off, and it's for yourself. Right. And you got to just be like, sorry to. But the way I did it was like, just she's a cold-hearted snake. Stop calling. No, I don't even want to say. It was like it's embarrassing. There's I mean, only- I probably, I've done some pretty bad stuff. <laughs> like literally blocked someone's phone number. And just been done without explanation. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I gave. I couldn't. I didn't know what to do. I was, but I stopped seeing him in New York. Like we lived in New York, and then you know, it's like whenever you don't want to see someone in New York, you see them at every subway station. You right. see them at every fucking corner. Right. Ooh. I gave too much explanation. I like over-explained my oh, point no. of view with like a prepared written statement. Which truly sounds like a sociopath. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't say these emotions from my heart, so I've prepared them. And it's almost like like I could have gotten notes on it. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, how do... Like, you send it to me, and I'm just like, just tell them no, bye. Yeah. So, it, like, honestly, there was a... there was a, In my late 20s in Chicago, I had a roommate situation that ended really poorly and it sort of stands as like one of the m- more embarrassing and cringeworthy like adult behaviors of my life. Like I was like, I got to move out. I'm giving you one month extra rent and I'm leaving. Take me off the lease. And I just like left and I gave them four. That's great. I know, but it was my apartment that oh. they moved into to cover my roommate traveling. And then they, I couldn't deal with them the way they mm. were living. And I didn't want to kick them out. So I felt you like you run I, a very clean house. I left them high and dry. Do you not? You don't like to like sweep and do your no, dishes? No, no, no. I like doing all that stuff. You're a little anal. Like if I, if you were to come over to my house right now, you would see that there's like a bag from drag from like a week ago. And I'd smell it too when I walked in yeah, the door. Yeah, and it's just sitting there. But I'd be like, that has to get taken care of. But right now, there's nowhere for it to go except for to get washed. But I don't have time to wash it. So it's going to live there. And that would drive you insane. Just, you know, take care of your house and home. With what time? <laughs> diva. With the time you used to put on two mismatching shoes this morning. Diva, oh, diva, God. diva. Diva, diva, diva. Uh, also, diva, 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 diva. I started screaming diva at everybody. That's a fun new thing. <laughs> I feel like someone should make a long list of all of the jokes that you've been like perpetuating as it's, meatball. It's so long. Someone had the audacity to be like, I know you're trying to start make new content, but Diva isn't it. And I was like, block me, Diva. And then the person reposted it and was like, oh, my God, she talked to me. And I was like, but you were rude first. Girl, that's what they want. They want to be rude. And then I'm like, if you want me to talk to you, send me a picture of your butthole. That's Ew. when no, I'll respond. Send me a picture of your dick, Diva. Okay. Well, some people are bottoms. Every some people are looks tough. the same to me. No. Juicy butts? I don't even want. Oh, I just gagged. Ain't nothing but a juicy booty. Okay, so le- I think we should move on now that we're talking about buttholes. We should move on to our um, other segment, which is called Fuck Talk. Fuck Talk. <laughs> should we have a sound effect for a Fuck Talk? Yeah, it should just be like Boing. No. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, you just want like a fun. <laughs> like a spray, like, fuck talk. Fuck talk. Boing. Boing. I yeah. thought it was going to be like, uh, what's like her name? Miss Moore being like, oh, yeah, fuck me, pussy. <laughs> it can be any of those For things. The cock destroyer is like, we're fucking cock destroyer. Yeah. We'll steal their intellectual property. For a bit. <laughs> it's for a bit. <laughs> Wait, I heard that your good friend Bobcat Goldwaith, Gold, how do you say his last name? Goldwaith? 
di- is like directing or directed yep. episodes of Aging Queen. Yeah, that's why I auditioned for it. Oh, did you get that part? No, I don't think a certain company that starts with a W ends with a W and has an O in the middle wanted me. They don't like your chest hair, diva. Amazing. Well, we'll keep that on the record. Okay, so this is fuck talk. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have a good sex um, related uh, adventure to talk to us about? You know when you're walking through Golden Gate Bridge Park okay, with someone that you've been with for a minute okay, and you see a bunch of bushes and you're like, you want a blowjob in those trees? Ah! Really? Mm, diva. It was just, just wild. It was nonsense that didn't need to happen. But, but sa- it just, saved your I've relationship. Never, I don't think it did any of that. I, halfway through, I was like, we have to stop. I can't be out in the public like this. Like, there are people... It was the way that park is set up. There's a lot of little hidden little areas. So we were walking around the um, pond. I saw a fish with its mouth wide open, and I was like, "Am I gonna fuck this fish?" And then I don't know. Just thought I'd add a little color to the story. (laughs) So that didn't happen. No, I didn't fuck the fish. (laughs) No, I know you didn't fuck the fish. I thought you saw that did happen. I said, "Am I gonna fuck that fish?" Because its mouth was wide open. I was like, "It's looking like its mouth is looking for a dick." And then um, some comments were made, and I was like, "Well, let's go over to those bushes, diva." Wow. And so that was the first Is time. that a historical, historically cruisy park for San Francisco or not at all? It's not at all. It's a family park. It's a family park. But I think we had just walked through the AIDS Memorial and I was feeling some type of way. So I was like, give me that juice. You know what I mean? Give me that non-AIDSy juice. <laughs> HIV negative juice, bitch. You're such a psycho. <laughs> It like fully makes sense that you're adopted the way you can talk. <laughs> I have no emotional connection to anything. You're like, I'm a sociopath because my parents gave me up. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm sorry. Golly. So, but you, you stopped halfway because you didn't get the juice. Uh, just because. Mirror, mirror, mirror on, on the wall. wall. <laughs> anyway, long story short, it, he wasn't going to come from a blowjob. I was doing the most work I could. So, so you went home with no juice in your mouth. Well, we went home and fucked. But it was like a great starter. It was one of those things, and it's been happening. Um, well, it happened. <laughs> I can't say that. It, you know those situations. <laughs> you know those situations where it's like you can be like ha- hooking up with someone and like sucking dicks with them, but like neither one of you comes. But it was like just like a precursor to what's going to happen in like yeah. an hour. You don't it have was like, to come for the sex to like be successful. I know, but I feel like if someone's blowing me, I need a I need a full release. Like I don't like when someone stops. What if Thoughts? they say no? What if they say no? Mm-hmm. Well, then, yeah, you could stop. And okay. I'll be like, please leave. But Just like, making sure. Once I get. I don't like when someone stops. <laughs> what if I What if I was like, what do you mean if they say no? I'm like, keep going. <laughs> You're like, no. No. It doesn't I come to you. hear that. Okay. I have a crazy story that I was instructed specifically not to tell on the podcast. Tell it. So I'm going to tell it and I'm going to change some details so that. Um, I'm at. Yeah. Ah, you did! You also signed an NDA about it. I can't talk about it, but I met her. <laughs> That's incredible. I know. Did she just look through you? She said she liked my eye makeup. I can't. I don't believe I that. I can't either. It's I don't true. believe it. She said it, and I dropped my glass and shattered it. No, you didn't. I did. She walked right up the stairs next to me, and I dropped my glass. And she was like, security? She didn't need security, there and he is six feet tall but like was she like uh 
Why would you drop this glass by me? No, because she was coming up from the bathrooms and I was going down to the dressing room. And that's where we like met. And I was like, oh my God. And she was like, oh, I like your eye makeup. It's pretty. And I was like, thank you. And then she kept walking. And, and you I dropped just, her glass. I was standing there like, you can't see me because I'm acting, but I like just dropped. <laughs> like, I literally lost my shit. That I is... could not handle. She is four feet, if anything. She is so tiny. She's got the fattest ass I've ever seen. She looks stunning. Okay, so um, I uh, was out of town at a show, mm-hmm. and I was at a party, and I saw this like like old like this daddy across mm-hmm. the room, and I was like, he's really fine. And then I was like, he looks familiar to me. And I realized that I recognized that I had like chatted with him on Scruff, but he was always like. Like he was somewhere out of town. Like he was always like not in the same state as me. Mm -hmm. And so we had like chatted and like talked about meeting up if that possibility ever arose. Mm -hmm. And then we both happened to be at this party. And so I walked up to him and I was like, hi, blah, blah, blah. And we sort of like flirted and chatted a little bit there. And I said like, you know, we we've talked online before. And he was like, oh, right. And uh, then he was getting ready to leave, and he was like, hey, I'm going to leave. I could give you a ride back to where you're staying. Your life is a fucking mess. And I was like, oh, I'm good. I actually have, like, a rental car. So I drove here, and he was like, oh, okay. So I left, and I went to the sex club in that city. So because I I, (laughs) – your eyes – you have no eyebrows, but they would be they in would the be middle lifted. of your forehead. Well, they probably wouldn't because of the Botox. <laughs> <laughs> but I, so I was like, I had plans already. I was going to swing by this party, and then I was like, I want to go see what the sex club is because I was out of town. I was like, I want to see what it looks like in here. And, you know. Powerhouse? Sex, sex and dick. So What city? What city? I'm, I won't even say. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, the receipts. I was told not to tell the story, so I'm trying to like. I love that it. we're both like they said not to, but here we are, <laughs> girl. Ding ding ding. Content over everything. <laughs> Content over loyalty. Content over personal relationships. Content over loyalty is perfect. <laughs> uh, our t-shirts like "Content over humanity." So um, I go to the sex club. And I park, and as I'm walking in, he pulls into the parking lot, and we, like, make eye contact. And he came up to me, and he was like, I'm headed home. Do you want to ride? And I was like, no, I'm good. I'll go home on my own. But then we both went to the sex club. (gasps) And I was like, that's so funny. So I see him as he's going to park. Well, so, but... And Here's the thing. Why didn't you just say, I'll just follow you home? Because you had guaranteed sex with this person that you wanted to have sex with for a while. Because I, I was going to be there for a couple days. There were like a few. We had chatted about a few other opportunities. I just don't get it. It's scheduling sex to me just seems so wild. Oh, well, I'll tell you because he said he couldn't have me to the place he was staying at. And oh. I couldn't really bring someone in at like midnight to the I was staying with friends. Uh, so like there that's wasn't why I don't stay with friends. Right. Exactly. Um, and so I uh, so we see each other in the parking lot. And for some reason, I didn't like I was like, well, I don't want to assume I should like wait for him and we could like go in together. So I like went in and then I'm like walking around the sex club and like, I don't find him anywhere. And I'm like, did he not follow me in? Like I was like, Oh, I was like waiting for him. 
So then I'm like there for a while, there for a while, and then eventually he shows up, and I was like, oh, thank God, because I was like, nah, and there's you, slim picking. So we we slim pickings in a sex club. It wasn't a really busy night. Oh, there weren't a lot of people. It was a Tuesday, right? And, and so what city was this again? <laughs> neither of us. <laughs> it was a Tuesday in Orlando, and so <laughs> neither of us um, had like a room. So I ended up. Ugh. Those okay. Here's what I got to say about those fucking sex dungeons that have the rooms and shit like that. Uh It's methy. All I've ever heard is that they're methy. I've never been to a bathhouse, but I've literally been told by numerous people. This is a new experience for me. I find it extremely liberating to like go to sex clubs and bathhouse bathhouses because I'm like, oh, it's really fun. Methy. I haven't. I've. I've, Or is it just the one that's here downtown? I've encountered a few people who look like they're on heavy, heavy drugs. And there was one time when I uh, was somewhere where I was like, what is that burning smell? Where like, you know, because no one is like, no one is like patting you down. Like no one's like checking your shit. So you could theoretically go into a room and start smoking from a meth pipe like easy. But for the most part, like honestly, like I've been to a couple in LA and like, you'll be like sucking a dick at a glory hole. And then you hear people chatting and you'll like look over and it's two people like, Hey girl, how have you been? I haven't seen you in a while. And I'm like, we'll take that conversation away from like the sex area. But it, it is very like community which yeah. sounds weird but whatever anyhow i'm um, glad you found a new scene to be a part of let me tell you this i was i so we ended up going into one of those rooms where they like show porn Ooh. and i was blowing him on the bench Ooh. we're both in towels Ooh. i'm down on my knees and i mean worth like i mean like the dick was right like he it was i was like okay you're giving full fantasy and i'm here for this mm-hmm. um the kind of person like you're like if i don't call you daddy it feels disrespectful mm. um and then the hottest hottest thing happened which was like you know we're not in a private room so anyone could walk in and i like sensed that someone had walked in and i like looked up at him and he was making really stern eye contact with whoever was like behind me and just shook his head no like being like, don't even think about coming over here. Do you what understand you what I mean? Th- yeah, I get what you're saying, but like, who is this other person? Well, it's a sex club. So like the moment people start having sex, everyone gathers around to like watch. Uh, like, cause people are like fucking horn dogs and they're not like, people don't treat it as like, I'm cruising around. And if you and I make a connection, oh, okay, they're going to hook up now. Yeah. Everyone goes, oh, well they're having public sex. So we're going to fucking perv out. Oh, uh, that reminds me of that San Francisco party where there was a sex dungeon and everyone kept on and, laying hands. Right. And then everyone goes like, oh, well if they're, if they're engaging if they're in sex, doing it, let's I'm get- just going to put my hand here and start touching. And it's like, no, that's not for you. Oh, that's kind of hot that he was like, <clears throat> yes. No. And he, okay. Like, now I get it. And it happened twice. Ooh, so he was like turning people away like, this is my mouth. <laughs> like, he's mine. And I was like, yeah. Poor, Don't look over at Brett. Poor Brett. This, Brett's a married man. <laughs> poor Brett. I okay. know, and he's got to hear your house story. Okay. Well, yeah. Like, every email we're on about Riz Chester, I'm very, like, producer. And now I'm like, well, my mouth was full of cock on a Tuesday in Orlando. Okay. <laughs> so then that happened. It was great. I got my juice. Unlike you. Mm, Uh, (laughs) So then the next day I go to a party. I guess it's a Wednesday. Still in Orlando. Still in Orlando. No. The next day I'm in Pittsburgh on a Wednesday at a party. (laughs) 
And um, he's at this party. Now, meanwhile, I was staying with friends. So the morning after, my friends were like, what'd you get into last night? And I said, "Him." oh, I ran into someone that I had like been talking to online and it was so wild to like see them out in person. And then we both ended up at the sex club and I got to blow him and it was great. And I sort of described a little bit of like who this person was and the my friend who I was staying with was like, is it him? And turned his phone around and it was his photo. Oh my God. And I was like, uh, how do you know that person? And he was like, oh, we're old friends. From the sex club. And not from the sex club. In just Orlando. From, yeah, exactly. Only and he Tuesdays. was like, he was like, oh, we're old friends. And I was like, oh my God, how crazy. So I go to this party and the dude uh had run into my friends and my friend was drunk and let it slip that I had said that's that not I, a friend that's an enemy and so the thing about it is that's so funny is like he very innocently let it slip because the guy from the sex club said like basically said my name but was referring to someone else who has the same name as me oh, and was like oh blah 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 this dipper. person yeah. yeah the other big dipper in Orlando and then my friend goes oh yeah I heard you guys fucking hooked up oh, with the sex club no! And so he was like, what? A and traitor. so he came, walked up to me, like beelined up to me at a party aggressively and was like, you have a fucking big mouth. And I was like, what? Like out of nowhere, had no idea what he was talking about. And I was like, what? So eventually we got together and I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, you told everyone our business. And I was like, I literally didn't say anything. I casually told my friends an anonymous story and they showed me your photo because I guess you guys were friends. So he got over it. But then someone else came up and was talking to me and mentioned the podcast and was like, gooped. I was like, oh, I love your podcast. And then the guy from the club was like, oh, I think I've heard your podcast before. <gasps> and then he goes, don't fucking tell this story on the podcast because I know you tell sex stories on the podcast. Yes, we do. And I was like, well, at that time, I was like, well, don't worry. There's no podcast to tell a story. Have you of. ever been inside someone and then more water from the douche yes, comes out and it's happened. gross? Yeah, yeah, that happened to me recently. And you can feel the change. You can feel the change. Because anyway. the water mixing with lube. Okay, so let me just get to the final moment of the story. Oh. So after this party, you know, I basically was like, don't worry. I won't ever reveal your identity on the podcast. I think I, I skirted. Paul from Orlando. Yeah, exactly. Paul from um, Dallas, Texas. <laughs> so I, I skirted. I told him I was like, I'm not going to like get into too many details. So I've changed a lot of them here. So we all end up going out to dinner. And then my friends mentioned something about my music video. And he was like, music video? What? And then he like Googled the looking video. I hate when people do that. And then he started watching it at the In table with everyone else. And oh. he was like, he goes, this is you? I didn't know this was you. I've seen this video before. How the fuck old is this man that he can't recognize someone sitting next to him? So it was so. What is this grandpa dick you were sucking on in a bathhouse? It was worth it. The juices were worth it. So what color was his cane? <laughs> so the deal. What was so funny is he was like, we recognized each other from the app. That you know. Then it was like the it podcast. Just kept getting then it, bigger and I was like, and this is so funny. You have no idea what's going on, but also like how funny. And he's so hot. And I hope we're gonna see each other again at some point. Out in the world, you in want to Orlando. tell a story about the person who has to put on that cock ring? 
No, this is we're gonna continue telling okay. stories every episode. What is that? Then we'll tell it we'll later. Tell it later. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, so we've done it. We did it. Episode one down, a sloppy seconds. Thanks for being so I guess sloppy. We, like, we really didn't even make this like a first episode. We just jumped into it. So I, I tried to. Had you looked at our notes, I wasn't going to do that. It today. says new podcast here on Forever Dog. Excited to be back on the airwaves. Well, we covered all that. Okay. And did you see the outro I wrote? Thanks so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. My Instagram handle is Big Dipper Jelly. And mine is Spiciest Meatball. And Meatball, you have like 50,000 followers, girl. Yeah, I just hit 50.5 this morning. Okay, Diva! Yes, Diva! It's going up like a, a hundred a day, so I'm loving that. Sickening. It's all my white people posts. Also, please send me your white money at, yep. at Spiciest Meatball. That's my Venmo. Mm-hmm. Um, don't send me the Google money. I don't know how that works, and I don't want it. Oh, um, yeah, we will reject that. I will definitely reject that money. Uh... And don't forget to subscribe so you um, don't miss an episode. We're putting these out every Friday. I've lost you. No, that's it. I thought we were done. <laughs> you just completely dead face started staring at your phone. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you all for listening and coming over to Forever Dog. Please subscribe. And I just said that. I love you. <laughs> okay. Bye. Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball is a Forever Dog podcast. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Alex Sarche. Our logo art is by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.